Leaders in tech are burning out at an absurd rate. Control-Alt-Delete with Lisa Jury is a no-BS conversation with one of the top female executives who spent over 25 years in Silicon Valley. If you're suffering from the always-on, never-good-enough-will-replace-you-today machine called the tech space, this show's for you. Here's Lisa. I have a question for you today. Have you, is there anyone on your team who you've never met in person? Have you joined a team and you've never even seen your boss physically except for a Zoom screen or perhaps WebEx or Teams? Here's what I know to be true. People are talking about that as if it's um, a takeaway, that it's making it hard to connect. It's not like what we used to do. And my guest today is proof that it's possible to have a deep, profound connection with someone without ever having met, because that's what happened to me. So I I would invite you as you're listening today to think about someone on your team, someone in your organization, someone in your community that you want to have a closer relationship with, but you haven't yet had the benefit of an in-person connection. Because I think what you'll see today when Rebecca and I talk and tell our stories and share insights, there's going to be not only wisdom from our own experience, but also some ahas for you along the way on what you can do to foster relationships at a deeper level. And listen, all of this is is around the topic of burnout. All of this is around the topic of self-care, leadership. You know, the the themes don't change, but I really want to laser focus in because Rebecca and I have never met. Rebecca and I met on Clubhouse, which is an app where you don't even see the person. We reached out to each other. We've actually tried to film, record this podcast multiple times, and we've each had bumps along the way where we held space for the other person. And so I just want to highlight and celebrate this beautiful spirit who's here today. Rebecca O'Brien, thank you for being on Control-Alt-Delete and for gracing us with your wisdom, your knowledge, and your spirit. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa. I am honored to be here. I'm so excited that we can share this space together now and speak and inspire and learn here today. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is really what it's so about. I know when we met a few months ago on on Clubhouse, there there was an immediate connection of how you spoke and uh, both with your spirit and heart, and that was something I was really drawn to. So I'm so excited to be here today and and be a guest on your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Like I, I'm going to get to the formal stuff, everybody, but I just. You're going to experience this energy with me and Rebecca. There's something about to go onto a clubhouse room, right? You don't have to have hair and makeup. You just show up, you bring your heart, you just speak your what's going on. And then these messages come in. And so Rebecca reached out, we talked, we had a conversation. I instantly invited her to the podcast because we're on the same mission, right? The mission yeah. is to normalize mental health at work, to normalize self-care is not you know, bubble baths and, you know, being selfish. Like it's about being worthy of being okay. And then being okay, not being okay. Do you know, like there's so much to this. So for those of you um, listening, think about a time when you had a really important meeting and think about a time when you just weren't ready for that meeting, not because you hadn't prepared, but somewhere emotionally, physically um, in your family, something's going on and you're just not your best self. And you really want to postpone that meeting or reset it. And that's what's happened to Rebecca on her side and me. So we'll tell our stories, but we've both canceled on each other, right? Yeah. Rescheduled yeah. in the most polite way. Yeah. 
And we did it in a way to where we could actually hold space for the other person and what's going on for them. And I think that there's some, so much learning in this as a leader, when one of your um, teammates or direct reports is really struggling to make it safe to not be okay in that Mm -hmm. moment, it doesn't mean you're forever broken, but maybe it's just a really shitty, crappy day. So we have stories on that. We also have tips and lessons and insights. And let me just share with you a little bit about why Rebecca is so magical, because I'll give you her formal intro now. Um, Rebecca O'Brien is a certified stress management and burnout prevention coach, mindfulness instructor, and nutritionist. And all of that goes so well together. I could, I could just, yeah, I was giddy when I learned this about Rebecca in the beginning. The holistic approach in her one-on-one coaching and her corporate programs looks at the mind, body, and spirit connection. And if there's one thing I can say about that, for me, that was a huge awakening for myself on my journey out of burnout. I had to see those connections. And guess what, people? She gets tech. She helps IT professionals gain more energy, set boundaries, and harness their true power to create sustainable health and success. And what I know about IT is boundaries. You know, you're always in reaction mode. What I know about IT is sustainable health and success isn't even on the radar with, you know, if you think about everything going on in cyber and what's going on in the world right now. So for you to help those folks really see their worthiness, their, uh, the importance of their own health, mental, physical, spiritual, it's just a gift to have you here, Rebecca. I'm just going to shut up for a minute. Just let you respond. (laughs) So happy you're here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just hearing Lisa, when, when you went into really something came up for me now, just going back in, in my previous career, because I was in corporate for 15, 16 years, uh, working sales and marketing, you know, different companies, Oracle was, was one I was with for a few years there off the bat out of college and this safe space that we're talking about and being able to actually say no and being able to allow ourselves to take a step back when something has happened in our life, we're having a really, really tough, tough day, bad times, or, you know, something's come up within the past two days. It can be whatever is going on. We can be sick with the flu. And I know for myself, for about 15 years, I can say, I did not listen to that voice at all. I would shut that down each and every time. I would just like toughen up, get to it, suit up, you know, Mm -hmm. and really just not uh, reflect on how I was feeling. I was not really connected in my body as as I know now. And I was very much on autopilot, but I was not in a space where I actually allowed myself and knew my own worth of, I'm going to say no, or I'm going to postpone this and I'm going to meet with this and share vulnerably or share, you know, as much as I can with the other person of, I can't do this today. Let's, you know, revisit this in in one week, in two weeks or or two months and be okay with that. And I think be okay with that first and foremost ourselves, because we can't really control the the other person and how their reaction will be and how they are responding to this. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, you know, we are, we are both in, in that space of, of really understanding the psychological safety and, and align with that, that we can support each other through it. But I know for so many years, both with colleagues and bosses and um, 
other leadership or team managers, that was just a no-go. Like it was, it was not understandable and it was almost frowned upon. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that straight off. I just had a recollection that, you know, I want to make sure when when whoever is listening right now recognizes that we're not sitting in some you know, world that's not realistic. We are, we are bringing forward what we know and what we've seen and what we work with our clients as well. And I think for me, what, what really, um, when I reflect back on not having boundaries for myself and my own well-being, it always shows up. There's a story I used to tell myself is that, you know, I'm, that would be weak or unprofessional. I can't tell you my mom's work ethic. My mom never called in sick ever that was never modeled and i love my mom my mom has passed on and surely you know what i'm talking about because she she'll, she would be the first to say it you know if you show weakness then you're not safe right so work through it power through it and i see this at schools with parents who have sick kids just pre-pandemic a lot more but just send the kid to school because you can't possibly call in sick because you're weak because you actually are a parent right have a need outside of work and my my own personal example is i was actually I took so much pride in um, what I did when I was in corporate. Uh, and we used to do these amazing go deep technical trainings for engineers. They would come in from around the world. We would make sure they got everything they needed for the next release, connection with each other, building relationships and fun. And there was an evening we had had a dinner that we were running and I had, I had written thank you cards to some of the um, key staff who had done above and beyond. And I wanted to be there personally to thank them. And I remember sitting at the table and saying hello to everybody, standing up, literally just standing up. I'm just practice standing up with a card in my hand. And I turned to the side. So I pivoted above my waist and I felt a pop in my ankle. And there was this wave of nausea through me. I felt dizzy. I was in shock. I didn't know. And I'm handing the card, you know, with the face like, thank you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, if anyone's watching the video because yeah, yeah, yeah. the face it says it all i'm crinkled you know my eyes are scrunched i'm looking very confused and then i realize i think i broke my ankle and everyone around me what can we do let's get you some ice how can we like everyone's willing right mm. i'm oh, i got it i got it just give me some ice i'll stay put my foot up don't walk anymore and stayed at that event now i was surrounded by capable competent caring colleagues and what yeah. I know, Rebecca, at that moment is I didn't feel worthy enough to take care of myself. And I didn't even allow myself to recognize I had just broken a bone. Now it was a fracture, you know, whatever it ended up being, I went the next day. Um, I also was embarrassed. I had such shame that turning mm. sideways could break an, an, an ankle and I was in denial, right? And mm. so when I think about, you know, fast forward to you and I, now, you know, we were scheduled to go live. Yeah. You hop in, I show up and I look you in the eye and I'm like, I honor your time. You are so important to me. And I want to do a good job for you and for our mm -hmm. listeners. And I'm not capable of that today. Right now, I don't feel that I have it in me. And you were, you were in different time zones. You were like, I totally get it. Let's reschedule with love and grace and compassion. And then you actually held space for me to process what I was feeling because I was embarrassed. Yeah, I felt yeah. And I'm realizing now like how far I've come on an individual basis as just a human being, because mm. I tell you what, if I ever break my ankle again, I'm going to remember 
if everyone's willing to help you, let them help you. Like that's part of the circle of life, like giving and receiving. And so I I just want to share that story um, to open up the conversation that, you know, I can imagine that had I said to my team, I need to go to the emergency room, I'm going to go call an Uber or can someone drive me? You guys all have it, right? Please hand out these cards. Everything would have been fine, but I treated it as if I was the only one who could have done that. And I think that's where people get stuck is they don't triage. You listen, if you have a board meeting and you're the senior leader, you're going to do the board meeting. But if it's a team meeting and everyone would be happy to get an hour back while you go take a power nap, it's not going to break the company. Do you know? So like that triage, that prioritization. Mm. So I'm just Mm. curious um, with what I'm sharing here and what you know, um, what are your thoughts on that? And how can we help people remember that? Yeah, you can still show up, but you don't have to show up for everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like where it's safe, you can bow out so much. Yeah. Mm. I'll pause and just the floor is yours, my friend. No, so I mean, so much with 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 that, and just when you mentioned the denial, you know, I can I can recognize and resonate with that myself of shutting something down and kind of um, oh dismissing it, but making it smaller than what it is. Oh no, mm-hmm. it's just I just sprained it, or it's just maybe my shoelaces were tied too tight. Maybe it was a little <laughs> fracture. You know, totally. you're, you're thinking up all these kind of excuses or or thoughts on it of what it could be because it absolutely cannot be that I just broke my ankle mm-hmm. and and number standing one still yeah yeah standing <laughs> still. and number number um number two of that of not you know not taking action on that immediately and I can recognize that in myself of doing that so many times mm-hmm. you know the the pain was I had this picture for myself. I am, I am so strong and capable. I am so resilient. Nothing can touch me. I often speak about this kind of superwoman mentality mm-hmm. that I had where I was like, I got this. I can, I can handle anything. Just, you know, give it to me, throw it to me, whatever it is. Uh, very difficult asking for help. And I think also with what you mentioned now in, in your story, and I thank you so much for, for sharing that is, it's difficult enough to ask for help, but there's also the other side of actually receiving that when help is then offered to you. And knowing that worth instead of immediately going, no, 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 it's fine, I'm okay, I'm great, I'm fine. No problem, it's not, it doesn't, it's not that bad. And just really pausing in that and knowing for ourselves and absolutely that is a self-love and self-care and self-worth everything of of those um those lovingly and kindness and compassions for ourselves they also take you know space they take space in both our heart body and something that i think we need to really allow recognize it and allow it and allow yourself to have a pause and to not react with something and saying, oh, it's fine. I'm brushing this off or it's okay. I'll, I'll sort this out. Mm-hmm. Because like you're saying with teams and meetings and whatever is going on that day, if something is, something is not aligned or something else is coming up and there is a struggle or there's something you're pushing, pushing, pushing together with just to force it, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's going to show up and, and deliver or be really useful 
to anyone as of 100% instead of pushing it and it's at 40, but you're just going to push it through to 60% because we have to do it on this exact day at this exact time. Yeah. Instead of just taking a break and pausing there and saying, you know what, let's do this on Thursday instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And coming, yeah. letting it, you know, letting it breathe and letting it gain energy to then be a meeting or, or an event or whatever it is to be at 80, 90, you know, 100% of giving, mm-hmm. giving everything and everyone a chance for that. Yeah. When I'm hearing you talk, what's showing up for me, I'm thinking about, you know, our batteries on our phones, Mm -hmm. right? And you can get a lot done with that 10%. You're at the airport, your plane got delayed, your plane got delayed and you need to rebook something. That 10% can go a long way, but then it rests, right? But if you're always at that 10%, 10%, just barely charged, hanging on, hanging on. Like that's the visual I had when you were talking. Mm. I've been thinking a lot about, you know, with with the clients that I've been working with and the conversations I've been having, I think everybody's living in that 10% right now. Yeah. And I'd like yeah. to just invite everyone to think about how can you leverage that 10% of the battery for the right reasons? Mm. You know, I mean, me saying to you, can we reschedule the podcast? We have yeah. a lot of control. Yeah. If we were have done a live stream and we had promoted it and there were other things going on, we might have had a different conversation. Maybe I would have had someone sub in or you would have led or we would have figured it out like mm. together. But because there was so much within our control, I didn't feel like we needed to take that 10% and ex- expend it all there. Yeah, and so, yeah. you know, what tips do you have for people for prioritizing or getting clear on that? Because boy, when you're in it, that 10% feels like it's a hundred because you're just pushing, but it's really only yeah. 10%. Yeah. It's, what do you it's tell your clients? How do you help them with that? I mean, I, I love when you do the, just an analogy of the phone and, and the batteries on the phone, because it, it, it's so true, you know, we, and we're absolutely in a panic or a frenzy when we're at 15, 10% of finding the charger and get this, you know, before it's at 1%, like that is just our priority number one. And why is it not a priority then with, with ourselves, um, right. especially with our health? and for me, you know, I, I speak to so many of our clients, so many of clients that a foundation needs to be in place and a foundation of healthy habits. And a lot of people might, you know, just brush this off or I'm eating this and this this week, or I'm having a, a drink on Saturday, Sunday. I'm, you know, I can recover my sleep at the weekend, whatever it is it does actually come down to that, to that foundation of both our self-awareness of where are we at? Am I, you know, really looking at, I'm running at 10% right now. That is not going to last. And I think really acknowledging that to be where you can then set boundaries and you can really reflect and connect with yourself of, I have no energy right now. I'm frustrated. I'm moody. You know, I'm having aches and pains in my body. Um, my, my hair, I know for women, or this is, this is one for me, especially with burnout, you know, my hair was starting to fall out Mm -hmm. and just looking at all these different symptoms, you know, digestive issues, how are we um, going about with exercise and finding time for that? 
if you are burnt out, yes, it might not be going out for a run, but just the exercise of simply putting things in place and reprioritizing of, I'm going to get my sleep under control because those are the things I can control. I'm going to look at my eating habits. The simplest thing of just drinking, you know, drinking water and how are we hydrating ourselves? Mm -hmm. Because it's the minimal, like it's one, you know, one, 2% of our dehydration, as soon as we're there, that's affecting our concentration, our focus, our creativity, everything. So if you're combining, you know, all these things with, let's say, not great sleep, not great food or hydration, nutrition, not going out exercising the self-care, not really reflecting and having the awareness and connection to yourself where you are acknowledging and really allowing yourself to say, I need to prioritize my, myself, then yes, that, that charge is going to drop to five to one or down to 1%. Instead of working, you know, having this foundation and making it work for you, and building that up slowly, slowly, but surely, because that foundation you is for the rest of your life. Yeah. And when I'm hearing you talk, I'm, I want to just say, it's not if it's when. Yeah. It's gonna, oh, you, know, yeah. you and I both yeah. had that 10%, got down to 1%, mm. screen mm. went black. You're like, I need a charger. I need a charger. Where's the charger? Anything, yeah. putting the wrong cord in, trying whatever you can to keep that phone going. Right. Yeah. And I know, and I'd love for you, whatever you're comfortable with, um, you know, imagine if you could look back and tell your, your younger self, mm. you're at 10%. Like the most important things are sleep and hydration. Yeah. Get that in check. I don't care about anything else. Just <gasps> get more water and please go to bed on time. Do you know like mm. what that would do exponentially instead yeah. of the depletion that happens? Because I know yeah. your story. So would you share mm. with us, like when you go from the 10% to the one to there's nothing left, the cord doesn't work and you have a dead phone, like complete burnout. Um, what happened to you? What was, what's your story on burnout? Well, my story, I mean, it's, it's great that we're speaking of these, you know, the, the simple, but sustainable foundation of both sleep, nutrition, you know, exercise, um, hydration, because those are, those are few, I would say those things that I still had in place, but I was burning on a very, very low flame and burning it to, to the complete ground. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taking care of my sleep. You know, there was a number of factors I wasn't taking care of, uh, both myself and that came out within symptoms and different signs of burnout. But for me, I understand now today that I was, I was completely disconnected to, to myself and just living, you know, from here, mind, you know, head up, (laughs) body, you know, from the neck down body, that was, that was turned off, that was shut off, that was, everything was on autopilot. And so much for me was dismissing my needs, not honoring my needs, being totally um, disconnected, not having any self-awareness, not having any boundaries. So it did accumulate during the years. I also know that, of course, a lot of it stemmed from childhood things that I didn't take care of either. Because for me, it was, 
emotions and we could speak of and had an open you know conversation in in the household but i still had so many things that i was not dealing with and various you know of uh, traumas and how i was just programmed to go 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 from seeing my parents do that yep. you know as as you shared with your mom earlier there um, my dad's Irish, my mom's Swedish, you know, and, and they are tough cookies and they are, they are the examples of, you know, head down, let's go, you know, get the work done. And I just continued on that path of straight from school out to get a job, working, doing, um, you know, various degrees and then studying at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I was not taking care of myself. Like I was just at the very end. And even before my burnout, I think with relationships, of course, this takes place as well because everything with burnout, it's it's not always just work. And, and often is the case. It's it's several parts of our lives and several parts that are that are not in alignment. Um, and that was really what happened to me. I was in a bad relationship at the very end as well. And I think that's what really broke kind of the straw on the camel's back of I knew something was not right because I was 35 at that at that stage and I felt like I was 95 mm -hmm. and a few of the symptoms kept up you know I went for almost a year in to different hospitals and to different doctors of going through they thought it was my thyroid they you know I went for CAT scans. They thought it was a brain tumor. I went to the dementia hospital. They thought it, they thought it was something there. So all these tests and just shuffling to different places because I was basically, I knew that I had no energy. Um, I didn't feel that I was stressed. So anytime I got that question, I was like, no, I'm not <laughs> Totally. I don't, totally. I don't have any kids. It's, it's nothing, yeah. nothing there. So definitely like not aware of, of anything really, but mm -hmm. I did know I was not feeling great. And then with more of the symptoms, like it came up, focus and concentration gone, hair loss, mm -hmm. uh, aches and pains in my body. It was with digestive issues, I mean, all the above, like I, I can look at this now of, of symptoms and both behavioral, cognitive, emotional, mm -hmm. you know, physical, all of them and just checked, check them all off. And even when I was diagnosed, I was diagnosed with depression and burnout at the very end. And I remember I still went home that day and was completely disconnected and in disbelief. That's mm -hmm. the thing. I was in disbelief because I called my boss and I was like, they're saying it's this. I don't think it is. I'll be back in two, three weeks. I'll totally. check emails at home. You know, this can't be the case. <laughs> and, I'm not laughing at you. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, no, okay. I, 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 yeah. I know. I know, you know. Yep. And, you know, I, I hung up the phone with my boss, uh, went to bed and I cannot get out of bed the next morning. And that was it. Like my body shut down for six months. I was in bed 23 hours a day. Like my body had just had enough. Yeah. Like it no, was it, shut is, down. Isn't it fascinating that you're when you disconnect, which I believe tech lives, you know, from the neck up too. It's all about brains, right? Yeah. And um, 
sorry, intelligence, innovation, right? It's all neck up. And oh my gosh, Rebecca, to, to, I, for anyone listening, like when your doctor tells you you have this, just go along for the ride and believe it, right? Because mm-hmm. denying it makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, I too called my boss and said, well, my doctor told me it was Silicon Valleyitis. So we ruled out a heart attack, which I thought I was having because my whole body was having reactions. Yeah. You know, and what I know is that the the body whispers, our body is such a gift. It's so kind. It's like, hello, headache. Hi. Mm. Right. Mm. You might be dehydrated. Could you please drink some water? Right. Or, oh, digestive problems. Oh, yeah. I'm having a hard time processing what you're putting in and I'm feeling all these feelings you're not dealing with. And so I, mm. I'm taking the brunt of it. Hello. Like, I just want to say to my body, thank you for loving me in my lack of loving you. Yeah. Like, thank you for loving me in my lack of loving you because boy, did I not love respect and honor all mm. of those whispers until they became screams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then your body's like, F you, I'm done. Like yeah. I've been trying oh, yeah. to tell you, yeah. like, I'm <laughs> memos. I took out the airplane ad with the clouds. Like I'm, you know, what, you're reading books or hearing topics, but yeah. you know, you're immune to this. No, no. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, I slept for three mm. months. I did not sleep. I didn't do the 24 hours every day. Mm. I was a, a, a fairly recent mom and my husband was just like, what the what? So I lay in bed on my phone and still work. They called my doctor and he's like, um, she's not getting it. Like she's laying down, but she's still working. I, I, he was so worried I was going to die. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm still working. So I had to go back to the doctor and basically have one of those meetings where he says, if you don't help yourself, I can't help you. And he sat with my husband and they said, okay, what's her vice? Like, what is she doing? Like, I'm still in the room people. Well, she's always on her phone. She's still connected to her email and no one at work is telling her to stop. Mm. Right. Well, yeah, Yeah. I was the boss. They're not going to tell me to stop. (laughs) No one's going to tell the boss to stop. Right. So my husband went and got me a personal phone because I was always like, I'll just do everything on one phone. Then he took my work phone and he hid it from me and he let the battery drain. Oh, I can't tell you how profoundly grateful I am that he had the courage to stand up to the denial that mm. was going on and love yeah. me enough through it. And basically I had to go through withdrawal, no joke yeah. from work, oh, work yeah. withdrawal. Mm. And, you know, I don't know for you, but what I found was when I finally let go and I allowed myself re- like the, the healing powers of sleep, mm. the restorative yeah. power, like our bodies are amazing when you give them what they need mm. to be yes. able to do amazing things. And about two months in, I was like, I feel like going to the beach. I'm just going to go to the beach today and have lunch. Mm. Okay. I'll be back. And I started mm. just like seeking joy again and, and yeah. nature and quiet. Yeah. Um, mm. And I share that because I think what, what I picked up in your story and what I know in my own self is that anyone listening right now is probably thinking, I got it covered. Don't worry about it. And what I do now with my clients, and I'm sure you do too, is, you know, the mm. body scan, the pausing, yes. like, where yeah. are you feeling that right now? Like mm. what's mm. really going on? Because I believe the head heart connection is essential to be a high performance leader. To oh be yeah. A, a high performance company. 
So yeah. I'm constantly trying to tap them back into their hearts now mm. and like peer and breathing. So what tips do you mm. have in your world with the clients that you work? How do you help people tap back into their own knowing and their own experience of their bodies so that they don't have to, like you and I, have our bodies yeah. us off and be like, I'm done. And that their body <laughs> actually can be like, oh, I want to be a part of this solution here. Mm. Like, what tips or suggestions do you have? I mean, there, there's so much power in, in the pause and, and, mm. and that is where it at. And of, of course, with different meditations, different uh, mindfulness practices, body scans are a big one um, that I do both guided, you know, with my clients, but also that they can find themselves that they enjoy. If, if you know, you need to find that that voice or something that is really listening to you and speaking to you on that energy where you um, really feel taking, I would say, taking care of and taking, mm -hmm. you know, we don't, we don't like everyone, we can't like everyone, everyone doesn't like us, but really finding what works for you. I think that is, that is so important. And mm -hmm. that is definitely number one, really finding the connection to emotion and with our ourselves I do a little practice of getting this you know getting this habit started of putting little post-it notes around your house you know one in the bathroom one in the kitchen one wherever in the bedroom maybe one in the closet you know in the refrigerator wherever you go and it just says you know pause what are you feeling right now in your body Mm -hmm. And to get that kind of memory and, and muscle working of checking in with yourself, because it, it comes down to checking in with ourselves and, and feeling this connection, like you're saying, and I do this several times a day, each and every day. And it's, it's the biggest gift I have given myself of just pausing and knowing what am I feeling right now? And how can I honor how can I honor my needs? Mm. Okay. <clears throat> Everyone who's listening right now, right? Please write this down. Cause what Rebecca's talking about is absolutely the pathway to clarity. Right. And so what I learned, and it's just different words. It's the same thing. I'll, I'll, <clears throat> I'll highlight for you is that as a project manager at work, whether you're managing your budget, you're managing people, a tape out, you know, um, the new product launch, you're checking in all the time. Like you're constantly looking and seeing where are we, what's working, what's not, what are the risks? We got to do that with ourselves. Mm, and that's yeah. something I'm very good at externally. And I've worked very hard on internally. And the two things that really helped me figure that out is how do I want to feel? So when I set goals, how do I want to feel? Because so yeah. much I think of my working with a broken ankle or working laying in bed was I wanted to feel valued. I wanted to feel that I was making an impact. I wanted to feel responsible, um, accountable. Like I wanted people to respect and rely on me. Mm. And you know what? It actually took away from all of those feelings I wanted to feel because they're all whispering like, what the hell is Lisa doing? Why is she still doing this? Doesn't she trust us? Doesn't she think we, it was so against how I wanted to feel. Mm. So getting clear on how I want to feel as far as the goals we're setting and the choices we're making it also helped me um, back four years ago when I was really working on what I was eating. I've fallen mm. off. Listen, with the pandemic, I forgot this question myself. I'm going to be the first to admit. Yeah. When I do that question, how do I want to feel when I eat this pizza? 
Yeah. You know, will this pizza give me the feeling I want? Will this margarita give mm. me the feeling I want? If I want to feel that I'm, you know, healthy and vibrant and energized, the pizza mm. and margarita are not going to give it to me. No. I, I no. forget that sometimes and then I'll go for it. Be like, oh yeah, there it is again, Dury. Like, welcome mm. to being human. <clears throat> um, so how do I want to feel was one. And then the second thing that when you said really stood out for me, uh, I have an amazing mentor in my life and he wrote a book called Living Well From Within. His name is Daniel Friedland. And he taught mm. me the phrase. So Daniel Laporte taught me, how do I want to feel? Yeah. Daniel Friedland taught me what matters most right now. Mm. Not what matters most. Like I want to really lean into right now. Right now. Because right yeah. now is all you have. Yeah. So what yeah. matters most right now? Mm. So when I think about what you're saying and how you're looking at it, I see these overlaying on them. It's like a big warm hug. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about, you know, and it so is. for the leader who's looking ahead and being like, oh my gosh, the holidays are coming and budgets and performance reviews and kids, mm. you know, homecoming dances and pandemic and booster shots and like mm. all of this to get so grounded in the very present right now, you know, hand on your heart mm. and be like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. What matters most right now? Yeah. How do I want to feel? I mean, it's just such a beautiful marriage of what we're mm. talking about here. Mm. Do you yeah. have a mantra yeah. or a phrase that um, would be the other side of the hug here? that we could, you know, have I mean, them. I, I, I do. It's, it's such a, it's such a gift. I mean, the, like I said, with honoring our needs and, and even one that I, that I would add to that, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that just, just now. But yeah. I mean, for me, I always, I always check in and just ask myself of what is, what am I feeling right now? What is going on right now? Do I need to, and, and from knowing myself and doing this work and, and really getting clear on that self-awareness, self-mastery, mindfulness has been a big part of this for me that I'm very, very passionate about and, and use every day just through mindful workday practices. Mm -hmm. But it is, it's, it's listening to the littlest thing. If it is, do I need to go make a spirulina smoothie right now? because I need my, my energy level. I need to support them. Do I need some fresh air and the forest for an hour to clear my mind? You know, do I need to do a stretch or something for my body, for my ache, support that? You know, what, whatever it is, do I need to take, you know, two hours today and just go for a little drive to the near, to another coffee shop? just to get a complete change of scenery and new inspiration and new creativity, whatever it is in, in that very moment, I will, I will take time. And it can be a five minute thing. It can also be an, an hour, an hour and a half thing. That's completely up to you and, and what you really need. I think what's also so beautiful with this is uh, the examples you were just speaking of now, you know, this project is going on, my kids are here, this booster shot, you know, Thanksgiving is just around the corner. I would also look at, you know, what is in my control and what is outside of my control. Say it again, say it again. And, I love it, love yeah, it, love it. What is, <gasps> what is inside of my control and what is outside of my control? Mm -hmm. And, you know, write them down, write them down by a, a list side by side. And then the ones that you can control, you know, put an X on the others, the ones you can control, look at them and say, okay, what am I going to do then today? And pick one mm -hmm. and work on that and then cross that off. 
Yeah. I love this and so much. Simplest thing. It's the simplest thing. And when you're overwhelmed, you think, I don't have time for this mindfulness crap. I don't have time for meditating, go outside, blah, blah, blah. And I find that having accountability or a support person to remind you is so beneficial. So my husband and I do this a lot and, you know, we'll, what matters most right now? And he's like, okay, breathing. We just like yeah. stop and breathe. Like yeah. breathing can actually give you that pause. What matters most mm. right now? And the control piece I think is so essential because don't we believe we can control everything if we just try hard enough? Oh, I mean, I know. I know. right? So <sighs> yeah, what yeah. a gift, what a gift. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you this, Rebecca, when people know you, of course, they go on your website, they find you on LinkedIn, hear you at Clubhouse, et cetera. What's something people don't know about you? What's an interesting factor tidbit that, you know, would let us get to know you better? Oh, what a wonderful question. I love this. Um, I, oh, there's, there's so many, what should I say? I would say, let's see. I mean, what comes to mind, of course, is, is just my passion of, arts and culture and gastronomy, food, you know, that, that whole, I've worked in hospitality before, but that is, that is such a, a passion of mine. Travel as well. Like it is, it has just got my heart and soul. Mm. Um, I enjoy that so, so much. It really brings me so much joy. And that is kind of, you know, that, that is my happy place to really go out and experience new little things, new little cities, not, not directly going to tourist, tourist spots or so, but just out traveling and trying something new and seeing beautiful things. I mean, art mm. for me and just nature and being able to pause in that and respect the work. I, I admire that so much. I love it. That, that really fills me up. So when I think about this, like, I want to go on vacation with you. I can't imagine how exciting it would be, but is there a special spot that you're like, everyone has to go there at least once in their lifetime of all the travels you've done? Yes, I would. I would probably say, and now I'm getting a complete, complete forget about it. Uh, San Sebastian mm. in Spain. Okay. And what is yeah. it about San Sebastian in Spain for you? It is, it's just like this. It just looks like it's from the movies. Mm. Like it's on the other side. So it's the, it's the West coast of Spain, just above Portugal, you know, the small little town. And it just looks like it's from a film. Mm. Like it was nothing I can imagine. I didn't really know about city, like food wise. Yes. There, there's some just, the most fantastic Michelin star restaurants there in, in, in the world. Like there's, wow. there's a few there that are just out of this, out of this land. Um, but for me, it was just seeing all the beauty, like the buildings, the people, the sceneries, the uh, landscape, the design, just such a magical place. When you describe it, here's what I'm hearing. And I think um, probably happening for the listener too. <clears throat> it's almost like the full body experience. It's connection to all of your senses. Yeah. Am I picking up on that? Right. Yeah. 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 So you described like what you can see, what you can feel, what you can taste, you know, yeah. and I'm like that when I hear you talk <clears throat> from a standpoint of being alive mm. and being connected, 
having an immersive experience when you're new and you have to use all your senses sounds like Mm -hmm. one of your, um, I don't know, superpowers to help stay grounded in the present. Am I picking up on that right? Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I would say so. I I would say so, absolutely. I found um, even through this journey, I mean, I, I can say absolutely with my mental health and I think going through the experience that I did and with depression and burnout and that recovery and coming, you know, through and the outside of that, yes, I'm continuously getting to know myself and Mm -hmm. it will still be a journey for for the rest of our lives you know I'm very thankful for that of learning and growing but one thing that did definitely come out of that is I know that I am a very uh sensitive person and I pick up a lot on energies Mm -hmm. and everything around me both with you know my space mindfulness Every, every little part of my life is that definitely needs to come first. You know, one big thing I did was I got rid of my TV after my burnout. And I just said, wow. I'm done. I don't want that. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. that, is, that is not bringing me joy. It is not serving me in any way. And it's, it's one of the best decisions I've made in my life. Like it's that just brought me amazing. so much peace. Well, here's what I know about sensitivity. When you say I'm a sensitive person, I want to double click on that for people listening. That doesn't mean you're weak or like you, you cry easily. Well, here's what I know about sensitivity because there's many people in my life who have um, what's called highly sensitive, highly sensitive person. So it's about the nervous system. So I think what you're talking about, just want to clarify for anyone who's listening in, it doesn't mean you're weak or you're, you know, you're broken. It really means- you pick up on the nuances and the subtleties and the energy and you're affected deeply. You have like a rich inner world where everything that's input, you know, is needs to be processed. So of course the TV going away is a good thing. That's Mm. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe in tech. There are a lot of people that have these supercharged nervous systems that don't know Mm. it and judge themselves or feel like there's something wrong with them when actually it's a massive gift for humanity. It is. I really appreciate you bringing that into the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's definitely. And for me, I, I, you know, I open that I lean into that in every possible way and, and with my life and, and intuition, you know, that really goes hand in hand. And yeah. that's another mm-hmm. part of it, you know, letting, letting the mind, body, spirit connection really align and, and leaning into that. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And I have to do full disclosure as you're talking. So anyone watching the video is going to be like, why are you turning around, Lisa? Well, menopause, hot flashes. I'm wearing a sweater. I turned my fan on. I was worried about sound. That was really happening, right? And I want to put that into the conversation too. Let's talk about burnout, mental health, worthiness, all the different layers of life, menopause, supercharged nervous systems. Like there's nothing off topic for anyone listening that we can't make, find a way to make it safe when you can find someone who's willing to hold yeah. space and to lean into um, this, the discomfort or the vulnerability of sharing that. You just mm. shared the highly sensitive piece, right? I yeah. just shared yeah. menopause and now yeah. we make it safer for somebody else. Yes. Yeah. Right. So high That's five on just calling it, right? Yeah. Yeah. High five. I mean, you are, you are not alone. And, and that's the thing. Here's how big the fan is. It's no joke. (laughs) Oh, that's a fan. Right. And I aim it at my fan. Yeah. I get hot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
nervous. Good for you. No, good for you having that fan. <clears throat> and, and that's the thing. Again, honoring our needs, mm -hmm. listening to what do I need right now? This is going on instead of just like shutting it down, dismissing it. I'll do that later. It's not yes. that bad. Yes. You know, listening, yeah. listening and honoring what you need right now. So much. I, I, I remember being at work and I've been menopause is a long journey, people. And telling my husband, my, my glasses keep fogging up. I'm worried about being, you know, doing presentations. I'm worried about people thinking I'm old and like just wanting the millennial now. And I'm worried about losing, you know, my impact, you know, everything that I wanted to feel, I was worried about losing. And I'll tell you, here's another great story about my husband. He came in on yeah. the weekend and he found a fan that matched my office decor and he clipped it to the bottom of my desk so that no one would see it, but I could still get cool. And there were a few people at work that knew I had this because I'm like, check out this fan, right? But yeah. it's not something that got talked about. And I, it needs to be talked about. Women mm -hmm. go through menopause. There yeah. are things that happen, right? And it also can cause burnout too when you consistently deny that going on. Mm -hmm. And your body, again, is like, they don't, your body is not shy in menopause. Like, hello, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just really appreciate that we could do that right now and just mm. have this ebb and flow in the conversation. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's so I'd important. love to ask are... you, oh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I was just going to say, I mean, we're human beings. That's that's what it is. At the end of the day, we are human beings. Yep. We are not human doings. Right? Amen. Yeah. Amen. And that is hard to learn in a world mm. of always on, never good enough, we'll replace you tomorrow right? Yeah. And you know what? Part of that's in your own brain. It's not all the company culture. Part of it is your fear, just like mine, worrying about, you know, if I go to the hospital after I break my ankle, they might not mm. need me. Or, you know, if I admit I'm in menopause, I might just get written off. And part of that, you own yourself, right? Mm. So one of the things we have on this fabulous Control-Alt-Delete podcast is we have a playlist where we bring songs to the listeners so that they can continue feeling how they want to feel when we're done. Yeah. And I would love, there's so much here in what we're talking about pause and being worthy and self-worth about giving yourself that moment and choosing. Is there a song that comes to mind that we could put on our, our playlist that might be a wonderful moment for reflection or reminders when people are feeling of the frenetic frenzy and needing to pause? What's a song that we could add to our list? Ooh. Well, I am, I am very much, um, I would say old school in music. Okay. I'm, I'm very much, I wouldn't say stuck, but lovingly now I love my seventies, eighties, early nineties music. Like that, that is what I've grown up on. That has always been my first love. And I continue to do, to listen to that. Not that there's not amazing music being made today but I I really am you know for myself that's where my heart and soul is and Bruce Springsteen has always just been you know my everything all this music it is very difficult to pick one favorite song but I will I will say um one that I listen to if I am feeling I need a little hug, like we've spoken of today, mm -hmm. and a little, mm -hmm. little encouragement and a little just, you know, a little hand on my shoulder whilst I am um, 
going after my dreams and going after my goals and you know really believing in myself is I love his song uh, working on a dream oh and I think that it is so beautiful I mean he has he has amazing music both like I said from the 70s 80s 90s and, and still now new music I mean this is quite a new song as well it's not something back in the day with the E Street Band I mean it's mm. it's it's something that has just come out in the, I would say the few, the most recent years, but I love that song. It's so beautiful. I'm, I'm going to go listen to it because oh, it's a, here's it's the thing when I think theme. about it, you know, cause we're getting ready to rap. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking about how do people find you? What's the song and working on a dream. Like if your dream is to be fully alive, to yes. be really present for those moments that matter, to have a tremendous impact on your company on your family on your community I mean on the world I couldn't Mm -hmm. think of a better song working on a dream I can't wait to add that oh you'll love it and and the video is even better like the video is just you know him he's just all he just all heart and soul and it's filmed in his in his home studio it's black and white it's it's just Mm. beautiful well so as we're working on a dream if people want to, to connect with you Rebecca what's the best way for them to connect with you I mean, I know how I found you, but like, let's give them the direct access, make one less stress for them. How should, how can people find you? They can find me on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, social medias, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram, Clubhouse, everything is wellness by Rebecca. So you can search on all those social, social media platforms, wellness by Rebecca. And that's also uh, my website, wellnessbyrebecca.com. Mm. Well, that, okay. People don't know this, but Rebecca and I pulled one of my truth bomb cards before we went live. Let it be easy. You just made it so easy for them to find you. I love this. You've given us tips today that are so easy to implement and are small and have such profound impact. It's not like you're saying, go take this six month program and I'll make your world better. You're like, drink more water. How do you want to feel? Look at your patterns and habits. Look at your childhood beliefs. What's been instilled in you? Take a moment to just recognize your own worthiness and prioritize your self-care as you do your cell phone. Do you know, like you've made it really easy today for people to do something for themselves. And I am, I'm forever grateful that we had that moment in clubhouse and we both did something about it. And so I'll circle full circle. Look at the conversation Rebecca and I have had today. We have Mm. never met. It is possible to make a deep connection through Zoom with your colleagues, with your customers, with Mm. your community. So please check the belief system you may be holding about this makes it harder. Mm. It's how you show up and it's it's how you lead. It's what you share that makes those relationships happen. And Rebecca... It has been such a privilege for me today to be with you, to show this and so much more. Thank you for being on Control oh, Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. I'm, I'm so happy we got to speak with this and, and share, you know, together in a safe space and, and with vulnerable conversation um, and just leaving your listeners with some tips and tools and just taking small steps. Like I say to my clients and I'm sure you know Lisa as well like some things are one day at a time and I think we should be present at this moment today and then the next day but there are also days it's one hour at a time and that's okay too 
That is absolutely okay. Mm. What a gift. Everybody let it be easy. Go listen to working on a dream. We'll put it on the playlist for you and make sure you follow wellness by Rebecca and spread the word, you know, get all of her amazing resources and tools and everything she's talking about. And who knows, you might find us on clubhouse together again soon too. Right. But for now, let it be easy. Take very good care of yourself and know that you matter. All right. Make it a great day, everyone. That was great content, but let's be honest. If you don't get the support you need and start making changes in your life and work as a leader in tech, you can expect regret and burnout in the near future. Lisa can help you get kick-ass results at work without burning out so you can be present for the moments that matter to you and your loved ones. Take your first step at RebootWithLisa.com.